right. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to uh, another episode of Stop My Mama Podcast. This is part three of the, uh, well, it might be three parts. We might even extend it to four parts. We don't know. We never know. Or five or six at this point because they've kind of been running on and on We and did on. a movie thing and then we did it again and now we're doing it again. Um, first, we should talk about what happened in the last part three. You can if you wish to. Or are you embarrassed about it? Not at all. Well, because uh, you're not going to hear. There's a, there is a. I'm not ever embarrassed about anything that I say or think. Well, I just, I mean, um, if it's a touchy subject, I wouldn't go into not it. Not at but. all. No, no, it, because you, you misrepresent sometimes what I think or say because you assume to, you know, to know what I think, and you don't. Well, okay, but here's what happened, and we're probably going to get into some of it because we're still going to talk about the movie that started the argument in the first place. But, basically, we have a missing episode now. We have an episode. It exists, and it'll, we'll save it, and maybe if we get popular enough, we'll keep it as, like, a special thing, like, maybe do, like, a charity podcast or something, or release it as a special somewhere along the line, well, if we it, ever get into that position. Well, yes. But, so we, it'll we be sort of, like, the it, lost it, it reduced to screaming at each basically, other. It was yeah. just, it was unappetizing for me to even be in the discussion. It's not that thing you're going to listen to, but, yeah, it's basically that. I mean, like, even more so than if you've listened to other podcasts, and I don't know why you'd be listening to this one if you haven't, but, like, even, imagine that, but so annoying that even we thought, like, <laughs> we can't release this. this is... Because we yell at each other as it is, generally, but it that got to the point where, we, well, it was like four hours, five hours in to a discussion. And you were drunk and I was really tired. I was drunk. You were <laughs> tired. We were both tired. We were sick of the discussion. It was going nowhere. And it just, it was arguing to the point of, like, we were annoying ourselves. Yeah, and it, so, it got to the point where we were almost like, okay, no more show. Fuck that. We're not doing this anymore. It's just... <laughs> But I still, on the thing that we're going to talk, I'll end up talking about, uh, I'm still right, but let's just, we'll save that for later. You can, you can be right, but what you can't be is demand to know, or demand to assume to illustrate what I think, because you don't. Well, no, we'll let you express exactly what you think. Okay. And I will express in very calm terms this time. Okay. Exactly why you're full of shit. Fine. But... Do you, what, do you want to save that for our last movie and talk about the two other movies? Uh, no, let's do. Let's go right into it. All right, let's start it. Well, again, we've been talking about all the movies we've seen in the past few weeks, and uh, the first one. Well, again, we, we've sort of seen these at various times. The one we're going to talk about first is a documentary. Well, I don't even know if you'd call it a documentary. Um, I think it's presented as a documentary. Yeah, I, well, because I think they call it something else. Well, when they open when it know, opens up, it says something in seven parts. Or well, whatever. documentaries aren't really documentaries anymore. They're they're a lot of them are yeah more yeah because you have documentaries, you have mockumentaries. You know, so you never know. Well, really. like I watched one called a band called Death recently, and you can see that a lot of that was choreographed. You know, not much of that was seemed like authentically. You know, I mean, it's it's a true story, but. Right, yeah. but like when you, because, you know, we, we we're coming off of uh, how many years now? When was the first reality show? Like, it was the first reality what show. Well, it depends on what you count as a reality was, show. Was, like, uh, real world is was that the first, the first one? one? The well, that's usually world? the first one they count, but I mean, technically any game show is a reality show. No, I mean, no, no. I meant or where you're actually, camera, I meant you know? reality to the point where you're looking into someone's life. And you're then, actually, yeah, I think real world is like, you know, like Big Brother type thing, which has yeah, extended into looking into, okay, you know, like, 
other people's basically it's it's like the things like that like that one that they well, do in search of yeah in search of was was but that was yeah uh, but that was more of, of, you know, kind of a mystery type thing, you know, because you know, they handled all kind of, because that was like Nova. In, in Search of was a spring off of, or Nova yeah. was a spring off of In Search of. I don't know which. Yeah. Well, wasn't Nova more like and then unexplained mysteries? Like, oh, wasn't, I thought that was more like scientific study as opposed to. But they all, they dealt with all of those kind of weird things like, you know, Bermuda Triangle, you know, anything UFO-y. Uh, you know, Nova did shows on that too. What's the E stand for in UFOE? <laughs> I don't know. It's just UFOE meaning like fringy type. Uh, but no, what I'm talking about is like everything has become now sort of like um, YouTube. You know, YouTube has had such an influence, I think, mm-hmm. on our culture and on our video. You know, everything is on there. Everything is uploaded. I don't know what that has to do with reality shows. Well, because, like... No, it's not the same. You're making comparison to some two things that aren't the same. But, in the sense that this is a documentary series, I guess you call it a documentary. Uh, But Room 237 is what it's called. Um, And I'm cutting you off because I I don't want this to be more than an hour. I don't want to go into part four. Okay, if we just do just about this then, and we can then... No, we'll talk about the other movies, because we saw the movies, we should fucking talk about them. But anyway, Room 237, it's a, it's, let's just call it a documentary, and it's about, uh, the, well, it's not about the film The Shining, it's about, I want to say seven, maybe even more than that, people who have theories about the film, and they talk about them at length. They sort yes. of analyze the movie. I didn't remember seven, I remembered like There are five. some that are quick ones, there's like the Minotaur one, and the, yeah, yeah the, the transposed, I remember the backwards, Nazis. forwards one. The Nazis, the Indians, the Minotaur... Um, the moon, the, the moon, and then the backwards masking, and then the guy who thinks it's a sexual metaphor. I think he was one of the other guys. I think he. I don't think so. I no, think I don't different. think he was a separate guy. I think he was one of the other Nazi. And guys. then there was the one that's all about the the room and the architecture. That was a different person. That's I think that's Seth. Yeah, but anyway, uh, and they, they go over their theories. And yeah, there's one guy that thinks uh, it's all a Nazi. A metaphor for like the Holocaust that it, this was basically Kubrick's symbolic depiction of the Holocaust because I guess the typewriter is a German model, basically is his argument. And um, there's one guy who thinks it's all about the Trail of Tears and the, the plight of the Native Americans because of all the you know the Native American iconography in the in the, the hotel. Well, he, he could have been making a comment about genocide. It, not only the Indian genocide, but the the Jewish Holocaust. But it could have been making. But at a the same time, it's the the evidence they they cite belies the bullshit of their point. That and the guy the guy that was sort of his right hand man at the making of the, that movie saw the documentary and went, "Oh, that's all bullshit. None of that is real." But anyway, because I, I was reading that on the, the Wikipedia page about it, but like one guy, the guy who thinks it's the plight of the Native Americans, his his evidence is like. Well, uh, in this one scene, you see this can of baking soda. It's called calumet, and calumet means peace pipe. So in this one scene, it's facing, so you can see the whole word, and that's when Scatman Crothers and Little Boy are talking because that's a peace pipe kind of moment where they're they're together, and it's genuine. But later on, in the scene where Jack Nicholson's talking to the ghost, the calumet can is in the background, but it's tilted away so you can't see the, the full name because that's a disingenuous peace pipe moment. And it's like, really? That's your fucking evidence? 
I I can I can go with you, but you you just brush them off as continuity errors. Well, no, no. Well, yeah, because there is a a major continuity error in the movie that everybody cites, which is you see the shadow of the helicopter fly across the thing. So unless you can tell me that that's symbolic of something, clearly he he left shit in by accident or because he saw it and he couldn't reshoot it because he didn't have time or the money or whatever. So it's like you see a a chair in the background and one guy points this out. Well, one scene, this chair's here, and one scene, the chair's not there. What must? What does that mean? Now it that means kind you of forgot. Stuff, yes, you know? I I totally agree. Or where you're the grasping. typewriter's white, and then it's green. I totally agree with things like the chair. You're grasping. You're starting to grasp at straws. Where they're trying to find so many things to bolster yeah. their cause. Or the sex guy who's like, it's clearly a sexual metaphor because see this frame where he's as soon as he shakes Jack Nicholson's hand. He's standing next to the the table, okay, and like the binder to bring up looks the like binder, the boner. Yes, because he says that's my fa- This is my favorite piece of evidence for this theory. Look at it. The binder looks like a boner coming out of his dick. Really? That's your favorite piece of evidence? Okay, it's the same with. Uh, all right, how I look at this kind of thing, and the reason I brought the YouTube stuff up is because all of these theories about Kubrick have been on YouTube for ten years. Well, they've been know? around before that, even. Right. I mean, it's not like they're new. For this show, you know, all of a sudden, you know, the, the, I mean, yes, there's an audience that are going to be coming to this fresh that went, oh, I never heard of that. You well, know? some of them I, I hadn't heard. Like the guy who plays it forwards and then backwards and then like sort of transposes them. I figured somebody would have done that with Kubrick's work long before. Well, I think somebody should make an, a, an original movie like that. That sounds like a really cool but, concept. No, but. my whole thing, my whole point about, about it is everything we know, because there's lots of documentaries, not only... When I go about studying uh, even the Kennedy assassination, okay, and there's even a, um, <clears throat> if you look up on YouTube, <clears throat> you look up Full Metal Jacket and the Kennedy assassination, yeah. there's a guy that, that says... I'm guessing there's somebody that equates every movie to the Kennedy assassination. Well, there's a claim find somebody, in, in specific okay, with... Look up a goofy movie too and the Kennedy assassination. In specific with with uh, Kubrick, because Kubrick did so many more movies, and we know from interviews with him, yeah, and we know from interviews with his that. actors that he was especially um, concerned with human behavior and uh, the flaws in human behavior, like uh, the like wars and things. How yeah. how we did those. Well, things. his most one of his most famous movies, and my favorite Kubrick film is. Uh, Doctor Strange Love, which is all about you know right. the and, futility and, and insanity of war, and and uh, like I said, there's this guy that says that um, there's all kind of shots that are like the the poster is is a connection to the Kennedy assassination because it looks like the blood spot or something, and it's, but there's a target on the helmet of the one thing, and and all the blood coming out of them is is reminiscent, and the, and and the uh, actually the books of uh, Oswald is mentioned in the film. There's a line of dialogue in the film where they mention it. Um, now, could Kubrick have been making um, a comment on, you know, his particular feelings about the Kennedy assassination? Maybe. Okay. Is Was the whole movie about that? I doubt it. Oh, see, because the, most of the time when, when a director does something like that, at some point either he will say that's what he's doing, or at least someone around him will say, yeah, I'm pretty sure based on every all my experiences working with him that this is what he was saying. Right, but did you... Okay, I, I, I think I posted it on your wall. Uh, the thing about IBM and 2001. Oh, yeah. Okay, for years, uh, he everybody said that IBM was associated with uh, 2001 Space Odyssey, and Kubrick denied, denied, denied. And then later on, these letters came out where he... Well, IBM is actually on the uh, uniform of the guy. It, it's plainly 
IB, it says IBM on his uh, arm, and you can see it in the shot in the movie. And okay, I don't care about that. What are the letters, though? The, the, I posted them on your Facebook wall. because yeah, I'm going to fucking watch shit you put. Well, no, because you always tell me to watch YouTube shit, and it's like, no, just tell me the thing. Don't let make me fucking no, watch this was, this a 20-minute YouTube This wasn't clip. a YouTube clip. This was an actual letter that, uh, that they found that uh, Kubrick wrote to, because um, he was concerned that if IBM was going to be um, concerned that that Hal was a uh, computer that was deadly. Yeah. Um, so, but, I mean, for what years... Do you, what do he, you mean, that he was concerned that they would be... What exact, What exactly was the letter about? Uh, it's just it uh, it asked, it was to I to the uh, representatives He's, of IBM. He sent a letter to IBM. Yes. concerned that what they would think that Hal was out. Yes, with, that they would. Well, okay. not that they would think that it was that you know that uh, I think in the, in the letter it says does is IBM aware that the um, the computer Hal is you know responsible for human deaths or whatever. Okay. And then and then the representative from IBM wrote back. When he's talking about the computer, how? He's talking about the computer from the movie, I'm assuming. Yes. Okay, what, where does that prove that he meant that? That's a, I don't see where that proves it. It doesn't prove necessarily anything. Well, you set it saying, up like, well, he denied it, but then there's this I'm letter. I'm saying well, for letter years he denied that it had anything at all to do with IBM. And the letter seems completely consistent with that. So, I don't understand your point. And that's... See, that's my thing with this fucking movie. It's what infuriates me so much. And don't get me wrong, I like the movie. It's fascinating. But it's fascinating as a look into the mind of mom and those who think like her. This fucking <laughs> warped, conspiracy theorist, arrogant, fucking self-righteous mindset that sees connections everywhere, not because they're there, but because they make you feel better that they you can imagine that they're there. And... It's just... It's... No, and because, and for, for instance, I am not your random, just normal... Your hero mindset. is Mae Brussel. Yes. Mae Brussel sees connections in literally everything. Mae Brussel, no. What Mae Brussel did uh, was trace everything back to the Nazis. Mae Brussel saw everything as a... a uh, well, you know, we had human history before the Nazis. Yes, but uh, if you examine our history from... Uh, the 1950s, you know, from that when we brought the Project Paperclip scientists over here, you know, we didn't know anything about that until we had Mae Brussel. Mae Brussel and Sherman Skolnick and uh, Harold Weisberg. My, but my larger, no, I'm not saying, saying don't fucking go into a defensive world. I'm saying the specific idea of everything is connected. Everything isn't connected. Everything doesn't have a meaning. Some things are just that. Okay, I'm not saying everything is connected. What I am saying is the things that are connected are connected. Okay, okay and, and but your just, imagination just like, makes connections no, that don't exist. No, what I'm fucking saying is, is for years and years and years about the Kennedy assassination, people have said, there's no evidence that Oswald didn't act alone. And yes, there is. There's a buttload of evidence that he didn't act okay, alone. Okay, but you always go back to that one. You never take credit for, you never take responsibility yeah, because, for the stupid, random, offhand no. shit you say because, about, like, you'll see something with, like, fucking, like, Justin Bieber or somebody who'll be like, well, clearly he's a Manchurian candidate, or some shit like that. And it's like... No, I do not say Justin Bieber's a... No, I'm using that as an example that you'll just see some random guy, like, Alex Jones, he's clearly a plant for the CIA, they're paying him. Well, no, where's your fucking evidence of that? Maybe he's just a kook, or maybe he's just a guy who's learned to exploit a niche. We talked about that on a previous podcast. You have no, but you say it anyway. You make that connection, but you have no reason to make that connection beyond your own bullshit suspicions. 
and your own bias towards there being a connection, whether it exists at all. That's my point. That's the conspiratorial mindset. It goes beyond common sense, which dictates that you need a reason to think a certain way, and goes into this sort of arrogant sphere of, you know, solipsism, basically. The fact that in my mind everything's connected, I'm going to apply that and find them, you know? Okay. <clears throat> this is why I never um, got into the cryptid shit or the UFO stuff. Because you would have had to make connections to the, them. And... No, no. Because I knew that they were, they were used as a way to make real conspiracy facts look you or know, maybe some of them were just regular people coming up with stupid shit or believing in stupid shit. Because technically, like, the centaur was the cryptid of its day. There wasn't a CIA back in ancient Greece, but there were people who believed in fucking centaurs. Because one guy saw a guy riding on a horse and kind of looked at it weird. That man has a horse body. That's how that shit happened, you know? Okay, so now where I trace everything back to is, yes, the beginning of the, not just the CIA, the OSS, you know, okay, when they were given carte blanche to just do whatever they fucking wanted to do, and in hiding, and with plausible deniability, okay? Okay. Which means, okay, when, when Alan Dulles was on the Warren Commission... He was asked point blank by those other commissioners, would because the, the CIA was called before them to, to you know to, to find Oswald's connections to them, and he he was asked point blank, you know, would will the CIA tell us the truth? And they're like, and he said like, no, it's their job not to, you know, they would lie to you. Okay, but that fact, how does that go to? Uh, well, okay. this episode of Smash was clearly sanctioned now, by the okay. CIA because there's Kennedy in it. Don't tell me you didn't say that. You fucking said it. I'm, we had no, it. I have here's what fucking I mean. audio record of it. Listen, here's what I mean by all of that stuff. Everything that you're seeing now, this year, which is the year of the 50th assassination, of you know, 50th anniversary of the assassination, the reason, okay, the 10-year the points, like the 40th anniversary was real big. But they had thousands and thousands of people there. They had, every year Dallas has visit on the, on November twenty second. Dallas has people go there, but not like on the fortieth. Okay. okay, the most most people that they had more people than they ever did on the fortieth. They are expecting so many people to the city of Dallas this year because it's the fiftieth. It's it's huge. Okay? okay, so you know this is the year where. We should be seeing more things. If we're really actually honoring Kennedy as a president, okay, we should be seeing more things that talk about him as a statesman, that talk about him as a politician, that talk about him as a president, you know, what he actually did as president. But we're not seeing any of that this year. Well, I mean, but I saw... But we've already seen in how many movies I saw the new seen? trailer of The Butler, which looked like, looked like it painted him in a, in a pretty good light as far as civil rights. Okay, no, do you, do you, here's what that scene says. Okay, we've got this butler who's, the main, the movie's mainly about him. Okay, we got Oprah Winfrey in that movie. We got Jane Fonda in that movie. Hanoi Jane playing Nancy Reagan, yeah. by the way, coming fucking full circle here. Uh, then we got uh, the, the scene that, um, in the trailer, you see more of Robin Williams as, is, who's he playing? He's Eisenhower. Eisenhower? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. So they've got Eisenhower. It starts with Eisenhower, I think it's right? Eisenhower to Reagan. Eisenhower to Reagan, okay. And uh, you have, because um, I, I wasn't sure if he was playing. He didn't look like Eisenhower to me. 
Robin Williams just does not pull off Ike to me. I mean, is there another modern bald president? Well, Truman was baldish. Oh, I get. Well, he actually does. He looks Trumanish. Looks no, more he, like Truman to me than he does like Ike. I think he's Ike now. Of course, I don't, I don't know. But no, because in that movie. Ike was totally bald, wasn't he? I don't think they're playing. He's. I don't know who he's playing. I'm thinking. I'm pretty. I'm fairly certain he's. He's eyes now. Okay, I would assume so. Uh, but anyway, what the scene you see, I think three shots of whoever Robin Williams is playing. Yeah. Uh, you see Jane Fonda. You see Oprah Winfrey. I think twice. Yeah. Um. You see. You know, a bunch of the guy that's playing. Um, yeah. What's his name? Um, you see, like, two brief shots of Kennedy. You see him greeting his staff with Jackie, and Jackie doesn't say anything. Whoever's playing Jackie, you don't even see who's playing her. But then the one scene, speaking scene you see of Jack Kennedy, he's saying, I really never cared about civil rights no, until he's I saying, met you. You changed, you changed my, me. Yeah, freedom right I never, inspired me. That's no, he, what he's saying is I really didn't, and, and that is a part of, of the... Um, the legend of Jack is that Jack didn't really care about basically the the what they want to say about Kennedy is that he was good for nothing. He didn't do anything. He was a worthless president. Oh my God! The CIA was not in the fucking like they, they weren't in the writers room when this movie was made. They weren't in the writers room when Smash was made. They weren't in the writers room when any of these fucking things were made. They okay, were made by independent stop people. Stop putting words in my mouth. Because that's the only way that's possible. That 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 movie was designed for that. The only way that's possible is that somebody from the CIA had direct control of it. No, that's not what I'm saying. Then at all. what are you saying? Okay. Are you saying that there's all of these positive Kennedy, Kennedy all right, if, things if you are that in, have been quashed? Ben, if you are in the CIA, okay, you're you're a CIA agent, yeah. okay, for one year, two years, however long, whatever. What the fuck? Okay. What's your point? And you leave the CIA and you write a book. Are you allowed to do that? I don't know. I'm no, you're that. not. No, you're not. Okay. For the rest of your life, they approve any. They have. They have. I imagine they, they would approve sign a thing anything says, yeah. you write. Anything you write. Anything yeah. you're involved in. Okay. They, where I was talking okay, about. Okay, but that doesn't apply to people who have never been around the CIA. That okay. doesn't apply to filmmakers. You act like the CIA. CIA doesn't give a fuck. Do you know what the psych memo is? No, 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 no. Do not fucking pull up random shit. I'm talking about this specific point you're making. That movies are tools of the CIA. Yeah, and, and and did they make the movie? Not only movie. Was anyone involved the... in the movie CIA, in the making of the movie? Because how can a movie that's not made by the CIA or made by anyone involved with the CIA in any way a tool of the CIA? How are they using it? How are they crafting it towards their ends if they had nothing to do with its production? I didn't say that. I didn't say that the CIA made the butler. Well, no, but how? Then how else? How I is say it I say that they know that part is in there and they see how Kennedy's being portrayed and they don't get they they're fine with that. They're fine. They, you know. So what you're saying being, is there are like hundreds of. of Positive Kennedy things that have just been been quashed. The CIA's went, no, we can't do that. I'm not saying they've quashed them. I'm saying that they're not made. That's the corollary. That's the corollary to that is if they're actually actively involved in creating a narrative through popular culture, they would either have to be getting rid of the things they don't like or contributing to the things they like. One or the other. So if they're not doing either of those things, then that then your whole argument is flawed. They're not doing anything. Kennedy was shot in 1963. 
1960, they, they had a year where they investigated it. The Warren Commission investigated it. Initially, the Warren, there wasn't even going to be a Warren Commission, okay? It, are yes. you going to address my actual point, or are you just going to talk about yeah, bullshit? Yeah, this, this is addressing your point, okay? Because you say they, they have no, no interest in it whatsoever. No, I'm saying you have not shown me the evidence that of their actual involvement in these things that you're saying they're using. I'm not talking about their what motive they might have to use something. I'm talking about the evidence to, to show that they did, beyond the fact that it might happen to agree with their position. Because, again, if you're saying that the CIA wasn't involved in the making of this movie, and apparently wasn't involved in quashing the, the Kennedy is Awesome movie that would have, might have been made, then you're not saying anything. Okay, Kennedy was killed in 1963. In 1964, the Warren Report came out. When the Warren Report came out, it was just the book, the Warren Report, not the 26 volumes, okay? A year later, the 26 volumes came out. When the report came out, initially, everybody believed it. They had no reason not to. Okay. Okay? They were told this is a, this is a uh, respectable group of men. Okay? You should believe them. This has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Shut you know up! It. You know it! You know you have no leg to stand on with your argument, so you're just going to talk about random Kennedy shit and act like that's You're going to talk over me, or are you going to let me finish? No, make, make a point that is somehow connected to my point, so we can actually have a discussion and not just... Us talking about two different things. A year after the Warren report came out, Bobby Kennedy didn't speak of it, okay? Everybody everybody said at that time, okay, why isn't he speaking against it? Why isn't he coming out? It, it must be true then, because Bobby's not coming out. Okay. Because okay, Bobby never came out and said... has to do with said, the butler how. Ben. I'm waiting, I'm waiting for you to actually address my point, because if you can't address my point, it means you know that you can't. It means that you know you don't have a leg to stand on. That's what happens when somebody changes the subject in an argument. It's because they know that if they stay on topic, they will lose it. But address my, my point, or, or don't. I'm not saying even that, that the CIA made the butler. I'm not saying that the You're CIA made White House You're saying it's a tool of the now. CIA. I'm that... saying that everything can be a tool of the oh CIA. Everything can be. Yes! You... Okay, and this is where I'm, I'm... You need deliberative action for something to be considered a tool. Let me finish and show you. Okay, Kennedy was killed in 1963. In 1964, the Warren Report came out after the commission studied it. Okay, then, but they didn't re release the evidence that they, that, how they came to those conclusions. Okay, after a year after that, they released the, um, the 26 volumes. When people compared the 26 volumes of the actual testimony to the report, they saw the inconsistencies. Okay. That's when pe that's when questions started to arise, okay? Well, questions were arising about Oswald and Ruby for the, from 1963 to 1965. So that's when they started their film division that you have evidence for. Shut up. They've always had a film division. It was on Lookout Mountain in fucking Laurel Canyon, the same place that they made the atomic bomb uh, film. And that's where they filmed The Butler. And that's where they filmed White House Down. Be what is the, where's the, the causal link between the CIA's desire to have a certain point made and this movie being made? What okay. is the causal link? Answer that fucking question. When, in Europe, there was a book put out called uh, Farewell America, okay? And it was sent to Bobby Kennedy, and it was sent to Lyndon Johnson, and it was, it was detailing a military coup. Okay, now, 
when that came out and they knew there was a lot of talk in in Europe that it was an inside job, the CIA issued, well, well from the get-go, Katzenbach wrote his memo that said, it doesn't matter what happened, basically. What's important is that America, the world, believes that Oswald acted alone. Okay, okay. to keep us out of war. Now, now. So after the after Farewell America, then the CIA issued the Psych Memo. Have you ever heard of the Psych no. Memo? No. Tell me what the Psych okay. Memo is. The Psych tell Memo. Tell me what it has to do with the fucking Butler. The Psych Memo is is instructions to media assets. That's that's the the tagline. That's what it, it reads. Okay. It's in me instructions to media assets, and what it says is, we here at the CIA have been accused of being involved in the assassination. There's uh, much talk in Europe and and domestically that it you know that it was not Oswald alone. Okay. Um, it is imperative that you know we stop the conspiracy talk. Okay. okay? And 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 the best way, and I will link to it. The best way to do that, they say, is book reviews. And films, and they they cite specifically Mark Lane and um, Epstein, who were writing early books on it. Okay, okay. So no, no, no. Let me stop you right here. Name the asset that was involved in this particular movie. Ben, I but, but, but there must have been one, right? Because they've so they've infiltrated Hollywood so far that literally every movie that could potentially have any reference to Kennedy, or any movie that doesn't get off the ground that could have a potential uh, uh, reference to Kennedy must have a CIA asset somewhere to make sure that it's consistent with the, the, the party line, right? That's your argument. It must be. Because otherwise, what the fuck are you talking about? You say you demand that I insist on trying to point out or well, say... When we're watching, no, you insist on making it, making it sound like I'm saying that the CIA makes every movie. And that's not what I'm why saying. Why didn't you watch Smash then? You're, you implied... That's not what I'm saying. You implied no, that that was, on, imp- that was deliberate. I have never fucking implied that the CIA has a film crew and they're making all these movies. No, you implied that somebody, that, in that somebody involved in the television show Smash in that specific episode or in that entire show was, was part of the CIA, was a CIA asset... Who was following through on this psych memo from fucking 30, 40 years ago, whatever the fuck. No, when I say they're being, they're an asset, which it means that they're, anything that draws away from the CIA having any involvement in the killing of Kennedy, that's promoted. That gets airplay. You don't just say that. You say every reference to Kennedy. You, you have said that on the fucking podcast. I have evidence of you saying The it. references to Kennedy that repeatedly put the disinformation out there as far as to his affairs. Okay? All of them are, are the result of a CIA In the access. last five years. All of them are... So what you're saying is... No, all of them I'm not are, saying that they're what part you of a Because if not, then they're just coincidences. I'm so there's saying nothing that they're, they're, about they're, they're, they definitely... They're beneficial to the Central Intelligence oh, no, because Agency. Because disinformation is a specific thing. Disinformation isn't just information that you consider to be wrong. That's Disinformation is... I'm deliberately going to put this false thing out here to fool people. That's so you're saying that. It, so if you're saying that in White House Down, where they have the joke about you know uh, the mistresses, if you're saying that's disinfo, you're saying someone deliberately put that there for that purpose, not as a joke that you might think is based on a faulty premise, but deliberately put there. No, I don't, I have no evidence that someone that they deliberately put that there then why do you imply as such every time you see a reference like that? 
Every time you see a reference like that, you say, oh, they're just, that's just, just, no. just info. What I'm saying to you is I notice references like that. <coughs> that you don't, okay? And no, I notice the references too. I just don't ascribe anything nefarious to them. Mm-mm. You notice them now because... I'm, we're doing this, and I've been bringing them up. No, I've noticed them. I mean, unless I mean, if it's referencing something so esoteric about it that I would never pick it up. But if it's just about Kennedy, you know, or anything surrounding that that I would know about, that gen- I, just based on general knowledge, yeah, I'll recognize it, or I'll even recognize metaphor and symbolism. But I don't ascribe anything nefarious to it like you do in your mind because you ascribe nefarious shit to everything, just Kennedy, like all Kennedy the people in this movie. Kennedy was just referenced in the movie we just saw today. Red. Yeah. You know, it's like, you constantly tell me, nobody gives a fuck. But again, was it nefarious? Was it disinformation? I'm not saying that it was. Then what's your point? My point a is... A lot of shit was referenced in Red 2. My too. point is Red if nobody... Red was referenced in Red 2. If too. nobody gives a flying fuck that he was killed in the street like an animal, and, no, and it doesn't matter, and it didn't have any effect on our policy that's a and movie. on our world... That's a movie about Cold War era politics and spying. Yeah, that there's going to be references to Kennedy and shit. It makes sense. It's consistent. Same with White House Down. It's a movie about the fucking White House and presidents. Gee, they made a reference to a past president. Oh, fucking my God. Yeah, if you're watching fucking SpongeBob SquarePants and all of a sudden they have a fucking reference to Kennedy in it, I might go like, wow, that's weird that they would reference Kennedy in SpongeBob SquarePants. But if there is a benign reason for it, then don't fucking point it out as if it's something not, that's not benign. All right. The Simpsons episode. Which one? Where they have the Kennedy. The Kennedy. You don't recall that. Because when George was a young, uh, in, in elementary school, he did a, I was called to school because he did a oh. paper on it. What was it? Remind me, what was it? I don't remember, but I remember the Kennedy assassination is referenced in The Simpsons. Trying now you to tell me where think. it belongs in The they Simpsons. They might have done a, a back into the... No, I think you're thinking of the zombie thing, aren't you? When it was killing zombie presidents? Maybe it was. And he was killing zombie Kennedy? No, but he was killing, he killed zombie Lincoln, I think, and zombie Washington. I think George just did Kennedy as well. Based, okay, context. My brother George, um, who I, technically is a, a writer, just as I am. Uh, but when he Apparently a, he's a plagiarist. When he was a kid, he wasn't so much a writer as he was a plagiarist. Uh, he, he, they had to write stories, and, so, and it was like second grade or something, and they had to write stories, and he'd seen that Simpsons episode, the Halloween episode where Bart brings the zombies back to life, and basically just wrote that as an original story, but I, I assume just substituted the names with his own, and I guess they freaked out and called you into the office. Yes, they did. Oh, but yeah. So... Anyway, what, what, my, my whole point is not that, what I believe is not that the CIA is, is, you know, filming all this shit, okay? That's not what I believe, that they have little film crews going around. They okay. have, right, but they do have, yes, do they have people in Hollywood? Yes, okay, they do. But are they responsible for every Kennedy reference that you've ever seen in fucking media? No. Then why do you point them out as if they are? Every time we see a Kennedy reference, you point that out as if that's... Oh, I'm oh, pointing it out especially doing. this year. No, I'm pointing it out especially this year because I'm constantly told by you and them that nobody cares. Okay, well, but if then, you have no reason to think it is anything other than a coincidence, then do not no, say otherwise. I don't believe You are being it. disingenuous. No, I don't believe this year that any reference to Kennedy in these... In so then you're saying movies. that the reference in White House Down and in The Butler, that they are on purpose... 
Because that's the thing you're saying. I don't believe this year that any okay, of them... Okay, no. No, the filmmakers... They either are or they aren't. Shut up and let me finish. No, because point. you're fucking lying. No. You're lying to me. No, I'm not lying to yes, you. Yes, you're being disingenuous. On the one hand, you're saying, no, I don't believe that they're all references, but this year I believe that they're all fucking nefarious references. No, no. But it's okay. one or the other. Ben, this is what I'm saying, okay? Not that the writer of that had that, you know, when he wrote that little joke in, in uh, White House Down. Okay. Okay? That, you know, he had nefarious means. Like, oh, I'm going to be on the side of the CIA. The CIA's going to like me if I write this. No, yeah. that's not what it That was in there to make that joke. Okay, but address this. What is it? What is it then? Okay, now, now, and, and the reason I, that, that that writer could have been in there because he knew this is... Kennedy's getting a lot of play because this is the 50th anniversary. Or he was writing a movie about the White House. And that's a go-to joke about Kennedy. But what's your point? What, so what, how is it a tool of the CIA? But there was no other go-to not, joke about any other president. not... Yeah, there was a joke about... Uh, was it Jared Ford? But there was a, Yeah, there were a lot of jokes about other presidents. But no. I don't recall any other there jokes. There was a Lincoln joke. Yeah. But my point is... Okay, but if not a direct CIA responsible thing, then what was it? How was it a tool of the CIA if not directly? I'm not saying that it was okay. When then what are you he, saying you're, about you're it? confusing when I when I say tool and asset, and how I explained before, there can things can be an asset and benefit the CIA without the people that are creating those things even realizing. Okay, what no, doing. what you're saying then is some guy wrote that joke completely independent of everything exactly. other than he thought it was a joke. I'm not, and saying they put that it in the movie completely independent of anything, yes. and then somebody in the CIA just sort of nodded in approval. Mm, I like that. Mm. No, I'm saying it benefits... That's, and that means it's a tool for the CIA. It benefits the CIA because anything that points the, the direction of it, the CIA having any involvement in Kennedy's death at all, okay? In other words, you're going to see a lot of shit that references the mob. Okay, stop right now. Because you say, oh, well, it benefits them. But if they had no hand in it, then what the... F- how... A lot of shit benefit me that I... Once, like next year, my, my bosses are probably going to give me another raise because they do every year. I have no effect on that, but it benefits me. It just it's a thing that happened. I get a bank error in my favor to use the Monopoly reference. That's just shit that happened to me that benefited me. I didn't cause that to happen in any way. What, what's your point? You can't ascribe nefarious things to somebody that doesn't do anything, but then just something that they like happens. Okay, I am not saying that, you know, I get. See, you, you try to confuse what I say to make me sound like an idiot. No, you are not making sense. No, the psych memo, okay, the, the very psych memo that referenced the Warren Commission, okay, and the critics... I'm not arguing with the premise the that, they're, that they want to manipulate media. I'm arguing with the premise that their reach is inexhaustible. I'm, I'm arguing with the extent to which they have been able to manipulate media. That is what you have implied is nearly... Universal, and I'm saying no. And then when I bring you, bring up specific points, you say, "Well, no, that one isn't. Okay, that what, one's just, just what is their reach is in it. Their reach is is limited. Fine, but that's your no. Point. I'm saying unless you can show me where there was somebody that was involved in that fucking White House down joke or this movie The Butler, then they they weren't involved in that. And if they weren't involved in that, even if they're somewhere nodding in approval. It doesn't fucking matter, because they weren't involved in that. So it wasn't a fucking scheme. It was just a movie with a joke in it, or a reference in it. But you still point them out every time. As if they are something nefarious, when they're not. And you're even admitting that they're not. But the next one might be. Or the last one might have been. And it's disingenuous. 
No. You, you want to maintain the idea what that I'm anything saying, and everything okay, could ben, be part of something. They have but been, when you have a specific example of it and you can't link it, then, oh, that's just that's just an aberration. We have evidence that they have been manipu- manipulating media from the 1960s on. You think, you think they just stopped? No, I think you need to cite a specific... When I'm talking about a specific example, you need to justify your position based on that specific example. Not just bring up shit that they were talking about fucking 30, 40 years ago. Whether or not they stopped. Even if they still have a fucking office somewhere in the CIA that's like, this is the place where we ensure that references get into movies. Show me that. Show me where these references are deliberate. Because the thing is, if they're not deliberate, then you have no leg to stand on. Because that, that you can't have a tool, an, an undeliberative tool. You can't have... Then all of the... Okay, media. Because, no, because... No, how, film, media, television, media, television, news. You They cannot... They don't have a leg to stand on because they can't come now on, in November. They can't all say, oh, we're all here gathered around to honor the memory of Kennedy. No, oh, no, your main source of evidence for this is the psych member that said, hey, all of our assets do this. But then I talk about the White House down thing, and you're saying, well, I'm not saying there was an asset there. I'm saying it might as well have been, it was just a writer who put no, it in or whatever. No, here's what they told the, the specific memo. Then the thing memo. you said is not matching the thing I'm you're talking about. You're not letting about. me go, there's a whole list of the instructions that they gave, okay? Infiltrate, they said, anywhere discussion is taking place. They don't encourage starting discussion, but anywhere discussion is taking place, take names and addresses and, you know, get in on that discussion and see what's being said. Because they wanted to know what was being said, with particularly in t- with if the, if the CIA was being accused of being involved in the in the coup. Yeah, and that whole White House Down movie is about how the military-industrial complex and the CIA uh, is trying to like rule the world clandestinely and kill presidents. Mm-hmm. So if they were into that, they, that movie would never have been fucking made. And I've rendered you silent. No, I just stop arguing when it gets too stupid. Because we've gone off topic anyway. Well, because you can't, you won't address my main point. You think you're addressing it, but you're not. Because you're saying... No, you're saying, you're trying to say the entire way that I think is stupid. No, I'm trying to say that this particular point you've made, you have not backed up with evidence. Because it's not even that you haven't backed it up with evidence. You're being inconsistent. Is it, I'm, I'm, asking, no, no, I'm asking you about a specific example. That joke in White House Down. Is it a CIA operation or the result of something? No, I'm there, not saying or it's not. a CIA operation. Okay, if it's not, why not? What happened to the psych memo? What happened to all those people that are supposed to infiltrate media and make sure this shit happens a certain way? Where were they in that movie? That seems like a, a, a right fucking... What I'm saying is it's a pattern. Okay, three years ago, three years ago, on Facebook and online, when I started building my database, I, I wrote a specific note, and I said, in the next three years, primarily in this year, the year of the 50th anniversary, this is what you are going to see. You are going to see many, many references to LBJ masterminding it. You are going to see many, many references to the mob. On your, you're going to see this on the news. You're going to see this in Facebook groups. You're going to see this in comments on every book review, specifically on the book reviews, because that was addressed in the psych memo. They, they people read book reviews. The nowadays. specific everybody does. Nobody does. Yes, everybody goes on Goodreads. Nobody and reads, reads those books, reviews. Let alone book yes, reviews. Yes, oh bullshit. 
You know, maybe, I don't know who the fuck you hang out with, but lots of my friends read books. I have 60,000 books. Because lots of your friends books. are the same kooks that are in the... F- See, the thing is, we got off this, we're fighting about something that isn't even about the thing we were fighting about originally that caused us to scrap the last fucking podcast. And we're already fucking 40 minutes in. So, what, did we, what were we fighting about last the time? The fact that you don't believe the moon landing happened. Or no, no, no. That's you believe, not true. You, it's not that you don't believe the moon landing happened. You want to have it both ways and play fucking bullshit doubt. Well, I wasn't there. I wasn't there when Jody Arias killed that guy, but I know exactly how that happened. But I wasn't there for this, so I have to doubt it. No. Even though we have telescopes that can see the fucking flag waving. No. Here's, here's how I okay, explain it. Sorry, to preface it, though, there is a theory in this movie... Room 237, remember, that's the movie we were talking about, that said that uh, Kubrick... Well, the, the, theory, the, the, the overall theory is that Kubrick directed the fake moon landing. The moon landing was faked. Kubrick was the guy who directed the, the fakery of it. And that The Shining, the idea is The Shining is... His, his confession. His confession, his subconscious or whatever. And there are some people that believe that Eyes Wide Shut is his sort of exposing the Illuminati. Okay. You know, the background of that. Um... And um, oh, and, and and some of the background too uh, of the uh, uh, Stanley. Uh, they claim that Stan- originally, because uh, I didn't really know anything about this until about two years ago. Really, I, I had no fucking clue okay. that Stanley Kubrick was. Uh, you know, people thought he did yeah. this. Um, the uh, theory or whatever is that uh, during the making of Space Odyssey, uh, Stanley Kubrick went to. Was it NASA or somewhere, and borrowed some certain certain some some kind of lens, yeah, to make uh, or whatever to make it, um, or something. Which some, makes perfect sense. And actually, something, it's actually fairly something wise. like that. But then, but then Stanley had something that they didn't have, or something. I don't know how how it all went down, but. Um, oh, no, but the, but the point was what what started the the initial argument in the podcast you're not not never going to listen to at least until we release it later on is I would say they're like, not going to want to listen to this one either. Well, I said okay, but we got to start with the baseline of we admit that the moon landing happened because it did. That's a thing. That's a fact. It happened. It happened, and you would not admit that it happened. No. Okay, and here's why. Okay. When I was 13... And please note, audience, she's still not admitting that it's no. ha- that it happened. When I was 13, I, and started reading, really reading exclusively, on a daily basis about the Kennedy assassination, I had no reason to doubt that Oswald did it. Mm-hmm. I was told Oswald did it. Uh, now, I had access to maybe things that other people did not have, because I had every newspaper... Every tabloid magazine, every life, every look, because my aunt had saved those and boxed them in her attic. So I grew up, when I was about 9 and 10, 11, reading those, but I didn't really comprehend them. Okay, when I was 13 years old, I found a copy of the Warren Report. I read it. It just did not, it, it, it just, it was gobbledygook to me. Then I found a copy of um, a book called Marina and Lee. Marina and Lee was written by Priscilla McMillan. Now, Priscilla McMillan was a, she was a known, admitted CIA. She, she applied to be in the CIA. She wanted to be a CIA agent, okay? She just so happened to be in Russia when Oswald was over there and was granted an interview with this nobody, okay? Um, and immediately after Oswald was killed by Ruby, 
all the information that the world had was from Priscilla McMillan. Priscilla McMillan is also on um, uh, every documentary show. Get to the point, woman. She also housed, she lived with Marina and the girls when nobody Related else Related to the moon landing or and I will punch you. She housed Stalin's Related to the moon landing or I will punch you. Here. Okay. Anyway, my point was, prior to re- starting to read all of those books and, and the questions that I had about Oswald's life, I believed Oswald did it. Okay. Okay? Now, um, I never questioned the moon landing. All right? Uh, as I started reading more and more, you know, in, through the 80s and the okay, 90s. Okay, but do you question it? Prior to internet? Not, not, again, not in the, under, under the general principle that the government has lied once and therefore they could lie again. With this specific thing, do you, based on everything you know about it, do you question it? I have questions. Yes, I madly do question it because I question it based on what the astronauts have said, what I have read specifically. Okay, but about the, astronauts the astronauts have all said that they went to the moon. Okay, that uh, there's also none been of the dis- astronauts no, who've been to the moon. There said has been discrepancies with um, oh the one guy um, that had the the mental problems afterwards and says he saw the he actually said he saw the UFO come down. So maybe the fact um, that he had mental problems afterwards might not be an indication that there might be discrepancies right. in what he said. Of course. But see. But all the people who went to the moon and then didn't have subsequent mental problems have said that they went to the moon. Okay. Now here's See, but that's because that's my thing. We went through all the Jody Arias shit before, but back when that was a thing. And you swore you knew everything that happened. But the media has lied to me before. They lied to me about the Duke lacrosse rape case. The same people that were telling me Jody Arias killed this guy in this way said these guys raped that woman, and that was a fucking hoax. Okay. So, but I, I wasn't there. So, but when I, if I were to express that, you would go. Bruh, 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 no, bruh. no, no, no. You're just the, being a dick. No, no. You're just being a dick. Ben, I wasn't going just by what the media was telling but me. But neither am I. I'm also going by the fact that we have fucking pictures of them. I can hold a moon rock in my hand. I can talk to the motherfuckers who've been there. And they're like, yeah, I walked on the moon. It's This is what it was like. This is what I saw. It was a bunch of gray dirt and fucking blackness. But it was fucking the moon, and it was awesome. I can talk to those motherfuckers. Okay, they're here, still alive. Here's what I also know. I know they they lied about getting us into Pearl Harbor to get us into into that. Okay, room. when you say they, you mean completely different people than the people that lied about them. Because the, the government isn't one entity. It isn't like an immortal. Okay. It's different people governing yeah, the powers at that times. were governing at the time during Pearl Harbor lied about that. They lied about uh, to get us into the Vietnam War. Uh-huh. LBJ lied about that. They set yeah. that up. Lied about it. Totally lied about it. Now, Nixon, at the time, one thing, Sputnik had just happened, and he was in the middle of the Vietnam War, and he was getting total... Okay, so so it's not just all the astronauts themselves, but every NASA technician, and of course all the people in the White House and everything, they all lied. And lied in such a complete way that even the Russians, who we were in a fucking space race with, went, well, I guess they did it. I guess we're not going to question this. We're not even going to question this, and we have a deliberate reason to. But the guy who who asked Buzz Aldrin if he was a liar and got punched in the fucking face. I think it was Buzz Aldrin, right? I think. Yeah. That guy's, that guy's got it. But, the you know, everybody else is either a liar or a dupe. Really. Okay. All I'm and that's, again, that's forgetting the fact that we have telescopes powerful enough to literally see the shit they left on the moon. We can look at their fucking footprints. 
and not to mention the flag and all the and the, the poo bags. They okay. left their poo bags on the get, moon. You get so adamant because these and, and you even call them heroes. They are okay. They're heroes. They are representatives of one of the greatest feats of human engineering in in our history. Okay, how is Kennedy not a hero? I never said he wasn't. You downplay his death all the time. No, I you don't. You yes. I don't. I you downplay say nobody cares. more bullshit surrounding it. Yeah, and yeah, nobody cares. That doesn't mean they shouldn't. I think people should care about a lot of shit. So they we don't should care, about. care that we went to the moon or not, but we shouldn't care that they killed the leader Again, of the free world. I'm not saying. Like I'm not saying people shouldn't care. I'm saying they don't care. People don't care about a lot of things. I think they should care about. But that, no, that doesn't mean that I'm. Uh, downplaying shit. It means the rest of the country is. So, okay, what harm does this movie do in, at all? People are going to, most people that are going to look at this, they're just going to look at it as if they do anything else on YouTube. It doesn't do any harm. It's, I'm not saying you know, that... fantasy. I'm not saying that, like, oh, it's an insult and it's got to be, and it's got to... No. But it's still them being dicks. Well, not them. That one guy. The rest of them, they're just kind of innocuous. Yeah, they're silly... And I think they're reading way too much into it. And, you know, they're, they're... But again, I kind of understand that. Because, you know, like, if you put me in a room with a bunch of Star Trek nerds and told us to, like, o- overanalyze Star Trek, we'd get the same sh- It'd get, be the same shit. Or at least, you know, parts, you know, it wouldn't necessarily be like, you know, bringing our own biases into it. But, you know, and that's the thing. They're bringing their own biases into this. This guy's a Nazi well, expert, so it's about Nazis. Okay. This guy's an in, okay. Native, Native American expert, it's about Native Americans. Granted. This guy believes the moon landing doesn't happen, so this movie's clearly about the moon landing not happening. That's what they're doing, and that's what all conspiracy theorists do. They bring their own biases to everything they see. Okay, it's yes. not direct observation and reaction. It's just, here's what I already think. How does this reflect what I already think? No, in a, a lot of times where... See, that's why I don't buy into conspiracy theorists. And, but and you are one. No, you don't want to I am not a conspiracy one. theorist. No, I look at I I search and research conspiracy fact. Okay, I am a researcher and a historian in some way. Okay, but not like the, those that came before me. I will never reach the level of May Bressel and Harold Weisberg. I don't have the stamina. I don't have the I don't have the lust for it. Okay. Mae Bressel read 10 newspapers every day. She clipped them and filed them. She had the backing before, long before fucking internet, okay? She, that's where she made those connections. She fucking found those Nazis, okay? Remember when we were hiding the Nazis? And, and you know, we didn't know that. The news people weren't okay. telling us we were hiding the Nazis. But your suggestion that the moon landing very possibly didn't happen is a conspiracy theory that no, you're indulging here's, in. Here's where, yes, it is. Here's where I, I do, do that you don't do. I understand the reason that they had to lie or could have lied or would have lied, okay? For instance, okay, you this MKUltra thing. You just you just poo-poo that constantly. No. The fact, no, no. Once again, no, what, no. Let me preface what you're about to misrepresent my, my viewpoint. At every turn, I'm not necessarily disputing the facts. I may or may not know all the details about everything you're talking about, but I'm not necessarily even disputing the facts. I'm disputing the extent to which they permeate what you're saying they permeate. Because your position is essentially that when they tried something at this one point, that it's clearly in the, involved in everything. It's seeped into everything. Because you're like May Brussel, you're crazy, and you can you connect everything to everything. So 
that's your that's your no. and I'm disputing that. I'm not disputing that maybe at one time and maybe for a consistent time and maybe even till this day they've been experimenting with things like mind control and even psychic powers or anything. I'm not disputing that. I'm just saying that it's not as socially and culturally pervasive as you imply. Or at least if it is, show me the evidence of it. No, what I'm saying is is they had the most nefarious motive of all, okay? The goals of the MK Ultra program were to overtake all of us. Yeah. It was, you know, so just, just that our CIA had that as a goal. You don't think, oh, I mean. Well, no, I think it was, yeah, it was during the time of fucking mutually assured destructive, destruction. The world was an insane place back then. That's why they call that mad. It's not just an Oh, acronym. and it's not an insane place now? Well, no, now it's insane for a lot of... It's, and it, it always is. We're always living on the brink of destruction. But, you know, that kind of shit can come from that. That's a melting pot of crazy. You know, now we live in a world where, you know, a terrorist can get a fucking loose nuke and put it in a suitcase and fucking change the world as we know it. You know, that's going to happen one day. It just hasn't happened yet. That's the insanity of now. Now it's not even mutually assured destruction because we have no defense against it. We have no you know, deterrent. So it's even crazier. But yeah, that shit comes out of that. On another show, I, I want to go more into it than, you know, a little 10-minute segment. I want to go into the Promise software. What the Promise software was, and there's a lot of deaths connected to the Promise software, but the Promise software basically allowed that it was the most powerful software of its kind and still is. And it has become... Prism, I think, is an offshoot of it. Um... But what it is, is it basically allowed the Central Intelligence Agency owned it, and then they wrote a backdoor to it, and basically it allows them to go into any every computer. Every computer. Okay, I can pretty much already do that myself. Every malware program does that. Yeah, but they were doing this, this was back in the 90s. Okay, but... <laughs> Oh, and that makes it even worse because they were eating gogurt while they did it. I guess. I... <laughs> what? Gogurt wasn't in the nineties, wasn't it? I don't remember. I think because if not, that completely invalidates one of the episodes of the Dirty Sons of Bitches. We did our nineties episode, and it was all about gogurt Maybe. and skateboarding. I do remember buying that. Is that the stuff that was in the tube? That was the extreme gogurt that you would eat out of the tube. Yeah, yeah I remember buying that when you were little. I, yeah. I, I couldn't believe that you ate fucking yogurt. Well, because that didn't have the chunks in it. I hate eating yogurt with fucking chunks of fruit in it. If I want to eat fruit, I'll eat fruit. I want to eat fucking yogurt. It's fruit-flavored shit. It's not fruit. Eat the fucking fruit at the bottom or fruit at the top. Leave your fucking fruit chunks out of it. I want strawberry. I don't. I want strawberry flavored. I don't want strawberries. Oh, anyway. Well, let me recommend... A, um, I don't know the correct name of it. Then let's just it not do it then. Let me recommend a thing that I don't. Well, remember. it's a book that it, that relates to it. It's, it's about Sputnik. Okay. Um, well, I can link to it, but it talks about how that uh, basically the fear that that permeated, you know, well, uh, when when Sputnik went up. Well, we're getting to. Well, we can go a little farther because we're gonna. I'm gonna edit it. But do you want to talk about the other two movies we saw this? What time is it's, um, it's? Almost an hour, but I'm gonna edit it. So. Okay. Well, because we also red. We probably don't have enough to talk about it for like another hour segment. Thank God. But we also saw Despicable Me Two and Red Two. Well, Uh, Despicable Me Two doesn't really go into it. 
<coughs> why don't we do an animated section? What other animated movies have you seen? No, I mean, the, the, let's just talk about Red. You can edit this. Okay, but what? what, what are we, why can't we talk about this with me too? Because let's, let's wait and do that with other animated shows. But that we might not see another animated movie for a while. Well, I watched The Croods and Ice Age. Alright. Um, I'll well, watch Epic. Okay, well, we saw another movie. Uh, actually, we saw a couple, but we're going to talk about one more, and that's Red 2. We actually just saw that this morning. And, uh, well, first off, what did you think about it? You were the one that really wanted to see it. You I was loved looking the first forward one. to it. Yes. Well, okay. And I like the first one. I, I don't, you know. One, again, not my type of movie at all. Uh, lately, I've been pleasantly surprised by movies that I would not normally enjoy. Um, most of these comic book ones, I, I do like, you know, the big ones, Spider-Man, Superman, you know. Did you like, you didn't like Man of Steel. Um, it was, I mean, it, it was worth seeing, okay? It's not what? something, I, I don't think it Do was Do you something... remember that movie at all? Did you get hit yes. in the head like fucking Fred Flintstone? Well. That movie was fucking awful. I liked the other one, the Superman Returns, and you hated that. Well. And I did, I liked that. Because it's a Superman that. movie where, one, Superman doesn't punch anybody. He has an asthmatic child. They bring in Kevin Spacey, but they still have him do the fucking Gene Hackman but schmaltzy see, car salesman. And I love him too. But why not make him play Lex Luthor like he's meant to be played, like a fucking bass? Lex Luthor is the hero of the DC Universe because he's the one human who has the balls to stand up to the most powerful being alive and say, I'm going to shove this rocket kryptonite up your pee hole. That's Lex Luthor. He's not a car salesman. I liked I liked the romantic aspects of it that she, he comes back after being gone and... You know. But I couldn't buy it because Kate Bosworth has a bobblehead, and I keep thinking it's just gonna fucking fall off her little neck. Well, like I'm saying, I can I can see parts, you know, parts of every movie that that you know. You walked out fucking totally pissed at that us. movie. What Man of Steel? Yes. No, I mean, no, I can't say that I was pissed at it. But no, no, what I'm saying is is some work better for me than others. Yeah. Um, and you didn't like, remember this was a comic. Red yeah. 2 was actually well, the original Red. Is based on. It's actually based on a comic book written by my favorite comic book writer currently working, uh, Warren Ellis. Though it's not my favorite of his example of his work, but they'll never make the movie that I, know, I want to make. What 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 this does? Like I loved the first Red, yeah. but I love Bruce Willis. I I've liked him since Moonlighting. I like him in everything, um, and I really liked the 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 romance between him and um, Mary Louise Parker because I find her charming in everything, and I love Helen Mirren. Uh, John Malkovich, I do like. He tends to get on my nerves sometimes because I think he's up his own butt. Really? I, yeah, well, sometimes he gets on my nerves. I now he gets on. Yeah. I, I see. I don't think so at all. I think he, based on his choice of, of roles, he seems to be like one of those guys who's just like, "Fuck, I'll do anything if it's fun." You know? I, I don't know. think you can be up your own ass if you're like that. I always liked him, you know, early on when he was in. You know, I mean, he did. He did uh, an early version of um, The Glass Menagerie. Tennessee Williams is one of my favorite writers. Mm. I love all of his plays. Uh, and, you know, he, he was a really interesting choice for that because he's not really a classically handsome man, no. you know, but he's, he, he you know, put a different spin on that role. I, I think John Malkovich I mean, I always good. like him, but he's not like Christopher Walken for me where I, I really enjoy Christopher Walken in anything yeah. I see. But he's another one of those actors that's like, fuck, I'll do that, you know, right. whatever, it's fun. I mean, I enjoy him, but, but he does tend to sometimes get on my nerves. Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, I loved the first movie and I was really looking forward, you know, to this, to the second one. I like the second one as much. This is, this is a movie though, like as far as the comic book movie type goes, 
Um, well, it's not really a comic book. Well, I mean, it's, it's based, based on, on a comic, comic book, book, but it's based not. based on a graphic novel. It's not like Spider-Man's a comic book movie. Right. Or Superman. It reminds me of a movie. Well, it kind of makes me want to see a movie that I've never seen, which is The Watchmen. And it's also extremely loosely based. On, the, the book read is not anything like the movie, really. Yeah. Well, other than the only thing I think that um, Catherine Zeta-Jones, I think it's... I don't know. It's like lately... It'll be there'll, there'll be like a couple years where you don't see her at all, and then she's in fucking everything. You uh, know, well, and I, it's just I like never, a, I never complained about Catherine Zeta Jones in a movie. I'm sorry. I just didn't understand why she was in it. There was, you know, to ba- um, to basically make the create the jealousy between her and yeah. Mary Louise, which Parker, you did not so that, like, which you it, just, was, it seemed like it infantilized Mary Louise Parker's character. It made her like where in the first film she was just sort of a neophyte but she could still kind of hold her own against everybody else and be a part of the, the action. This time she felt like, it felt like they were trying to make her look really like stupid, like, like, like in specifically in a very like unfeminist way. Like she's firing guns off willy nilly. And she like, she's in the one, she's in the one thing where it's like, they go, the one thing you do is don't make eye contact with this guy. That That's was, all you have to do. Kind of and the first thing she coming. does, I saw it yeah, coming. but still it's just, after everything, it just makes her look stupider. And the whole scene, the car chase scene, where it's like, I'm, I'm helping, I'm helping. And it's like, no, one, you're not. And you're not that stupid. Your character isn't that stupid. Or at least from what we've seen in the first movie, you shouldn't be that stupid. Well, that was just sort of the car scene where she... Why would she even be driving? Because she went out of her way to be like, I'm going to get him so that she doesn't. Yeah, but it, that just didn't ring true. And it just, yeah, well, none of it did, because it just, well, they just wanted being... to make her character more, I think, and I think it wasn't, I don't think they were trying to do it, I think they were just trying to make her, like, kind of madcap Lucille Ball kind of thing, but they they went too far with it, and it just came off as very, to me, kind of offensive. Well, the Japanese uh, assassin, like, he just comes out of nowhere, like, who is he? And Well, I think they were trying to introduce kind of a roster of... You know, people out to get them. They wanted to have enough, you know. Yeah, but for me, it totally felt like um, they're trying to build a franchise. You know, I see three coming, but I don't see where they're going to go with it. Whenever you have a two, you should expect that they're planning for a three. Right. But overall, very, you know, I mean, I enjoyed it as much as I expected to. I mean, yeah, it's not as good as the first one, but it's still solid, I think. It's still worth watching. Uh, if only, you like the first one, it's still To me, worth the only thing that, w- w- the major difference is uh, the first one was more of a puzzle to me, uh, and I like movies like mm. that. Like, how are they going to get out of this, you know? Well, this was much more sort of self-indulgent celebrities having fun with each other. Yeah. You know, milking it. They you know, already the they already had the characters down pat, so it was just sort of like and writing the, And the ones they added, like, you know, Catherine Zeta-Jones and Anthony Hopkins... You know, they were they were basically just I'm there to be Anthony Hopkins. You know, I'm. You know. Well, yeah, because they obviously did the the scene that's reminiscent of Hannibal. Yeah. With him, you know, looking through the the, the cell door. Yeah. Uh, but no, um, like I said, the first one had more of a um, an element of surprise because they kill off uh, what's it, Morgan Freeman. Yeah. And he's a main Spoilers, character. Spoilers, by the way, if you haven't seen the red one. Oh, certainly. It's got two years Which ago, Which I right? kind of regret. As much as I think that worked in that movie, I really would have liked Morgan Freeman in this movie. True, but the thing is, when when they kill a main character like that, you're like, okay, you're even dangerous. If, but even you're going to kill a main character. Even if they do it in flashback or, like, 
be recorded videos or something. Just, you know, something to kind of give them some interplay with it, you know? Yeah, it could have been. Well, no, that would have been felt shammy to me. I don't know. To I, have just, him I like, like Morgan on Freeman. A, what the fuck? Still, to have him, like, on a computer thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, they could have had him if he if Or he, he was, faked his death, because I don't even think you see him die. Do you? No, you see him die. Do you? I, I thought, thought it was. So. I thought it was more like something exploded or something, and he was in. No, his... he's shot when he's coming out of the house. Oh, he's that's right. So yeah, you see him die. But I mean, they couldn't have had it like he faked his death or somebody faked. Well, his death. they could have had the whole point of Anthony Hopkins' character is they faked his death. They could have had like a flashback scene of them doing the because uh, it's about the um, that operation, whatever yeah. it was called. I forget. I even forget what it was called. Well, in the movie that they weren't even involved in it. Remember. No, they were they were involved by because they were supposed to be protecting the Anthony oh, Hop- yeah. Hopkins character, and they thought he was killed. So yeah, do that. So have him have like a flashback of them doing that mission. Mm-hmm. They could have brought him in there. But yeah, but I but I mean yeah, I think it's 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 not as nearly as bad as a lot of the reviews I've read, which have said it's just. But like Helen terrible. Mirren, I like her in it. And Brian know. Cox comes back as her boyfriend, I guess. Her She's husband. very much playing the same character, and he's playing the same character, oh. and they do the same shit that they did. You know. But again, it's funny. It's like I'm, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm gonna go see R.I.P.D. Uh, Rest in Peace Department. And everybody's like bad mouth in the film purely on the fact that it's like it looks like basically Men in Black with ghosts. Yeah, it's the Men in Black well, formula. Does. But the thing is, I like the Men in Black formula, so I don't mind seeing it with ghosts. Okay, well, let's it may or may not be a bad movie, but it's not going to be a bad movie if it's like Men in Black with ghosts. Let's take a minute and do what I kind of want to do. I want to have like a thing discussion where we do things on trade where we like review trailers. Because let's, to me, let's wait on that and watch a bunch of trailers and then. Okay, but I wanted to bring that up because you you said people are poo pooing it because. They, well, we can preview it now, but let's we're gonna do another show where it's just us reviewing trailers. Well, because it looks you're saying it looks like Men in Black with with ghosts. Well, that's based what everybody says. Well, one R I P D M I B, and right. it's yeah, right. and the style is very very Sonnenfeld, yeah. and you got the the kind of southern character, and then the the, the young acerbic rookie character. You know, in a in an organization that is meant to police, secretly police supernatural events, it's very much Men in Black with ghosts. Right, but my point is, what are the people? You know, because I know in a movie studio there is a division that makes the trailer. I mean, that's their job. And it's typically not the same people that make the movie. No, but it's their job to advertise the movie, and and it's like, okay, the one we saw, they showed about. Uh, they showed a couple that I'm like, well, I don't even know what the fuck this movie's about. There was, like, yeah, there was one with, I think it was Michael Fassbender called The, was it The Collaborate? No, The Consultant. Yeah. Yeah, and it was just like a bunch of like, it's got, it's got Cameron Diaz and she's got a cheetah tattoo on her back and yeah, it's got and Penelope there's Cruz. A, there's a cheetah guy's petting a cheetah. And it's, yeah. And, and then she's dressed as a cheetah. It's like all this cheetah imagery. Like, what the hell? But is then, it? but there's no, literally, no indication of what the movie. But is. no, my my thing is the whole. And I've seen this, uh, seen this trailer three three times when we've gone to the movies. Uh, it's the new Martin Scorsese that's coming out. Oh, the Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. With Leonardo. Now I think the Wolf <laughs> the of Wall Street. The fucking weird ass dance he does. I think that was a book. Okay. I believe so. Yeah. And the thing is, the, now this time, uh, sometimes when we go to the movies, there's not many people there, but there were some people behind us in this one, and when that clip came on. They were laughing at the Matthew McConaughey part where he does the pounding well, on his chest. Well, it's comic relief and, part. I mean, it's you know, yeah, but it's like that whole that whole trailer. It's like, what is this fucking movie about? They're trying to sell it just on the people that are. No, in. it's about the decadence of the people during the the height of like the you know like the pre bank 
uh, when you know, when the banks fell and all that shit. Right. Prior to that, where they were basically just flying high and basically raping everything. Right. It's the decadence of those kind of people. But That's all three about. times I have seen that trailer now, I can't hear it. When the trailer's over, I think, did we not see this movie with Charlie Sheen in Wall Street already? Well, yeah, but now we have the recent historical example of what happens when that gets so far that it leads to a fucking national economic crisis. And this is based on the true account of this guy who was part of that. So and I think I, it is I, valid to, to do that. I mean, yeah, it has parallels, but... Yes, but it also has Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, I'm not saying it's going to be good, because, yeah, it's got Leonardo DiCaprio, but I'm just saying it's a valid premise for a movie nowadays, I think. But was that all you got? I don't know, remember. I don't even remember what other trailers we got. But. I don't even... I, and when you don't remember the trailers, that's pretty telling. Yeah. And you can't even remember what... Oh, oh that... Un, you uh, That... Under, what's it called? The sci-fi one with Ben Kingsley. Oh, Ender's Game. Ender's yeah. Game. And you pointed out that they removed they've Orson. They've removed, they've conspicuously removed Orson Scott Card's name from it. Uh, you see the, it in the, the little tiny thing in the credits, but Orson Scott Card is, is of course, virulently anti-gay, and it's now become a controversy because when that book was written, it was fine to be anti-gay, but now that they're making a movie of it, we live in a world where, wisely, we don't, accept that anymore so uh that's become a problem for the studio uh, a lot of well not only has he, he come out and made comments specifically against gay marriage I yeah uh, but he's also made comments recently that he feels um that he's being ganged up on that uh that uh, as he should be that they're being intolerant uh, as you should be you should be intolerant of intolerance well Yeah, I'm, I'm fuck that. Fuck racists pleading for or fuck racists and homophobes and bigots pleading for tolerance of their views. Well, what do you, you feel? Should, yes, you should. Ex- you should accept the, their right to feel that way. What do you feel about them shouldn't. boycotting the movie? Huh? What do you feel about them boycotting the movie? Well, that's the fucking free market. You're, you you can say I'm not going to see this movie, and I don't think you should either. That doesn't impart any obligation. Like if they like went in and tried to steal the prince or some shit, yeah, that'd be wrong. But just saying, hey, you know, maybe. Maybe think about it. It's like this, the Chick-fil-A thing. Like, you know, they boycotted Chick-fil-A. I could still eat at Chick-fil-A, and I support gay marriage, but I still like fucking chicken. So it's not like they forced me to not eat chicken. I thought you didn't support marriage at all in any case. Huh? I thought you didn't support any kind of marriage. Well, yeah, I mean, yes. I don't support... No, I don't support any government recognition of marriage. I don't think... I don't understand why... They have to be involved in it at all, but to the extent that they already are, and they always will well, be. Well, I think it's it's it. They should be recognized fairly. I think. It, it's it's so it's it's a point of family rights, legal rights. For instance, you and I live in this house. If you die right now, I'm not on the house. They'll throw me out of here. Yeah, but the thing I is, no we're not going to. But but I can get you legal rights to that shit, and it's it's not going to be because we're married because we're not married. It won't even be because we're mother and son. It'll just be because we're two people who enter into a contract which says, if I die, you get this house. Right. So why can't everything be like that? Because I think... And they just let people be together with whoever they want to be with. I think in, in cases of those that, uh, that gay people have historically had those kinds of contracts, yeah. but they're then when one of the passes, the families of that person have challenged it in court and won. 
and the persons have lost their homes. And well, but but that's the thing. If it was so uniform that everybody, and again, I'm not saying this is obviously plans. I'm not saying this whatever. But I'm saying if it was so uniform that everybody had to get that, they would be ironclad enough that they wouldn't be be challenged like that. That's because yes, it's such a strange circumstance that you would have essentially this sort of weird amalgam of, of what could be constituted a gay marriage contract. Yeah, you could challenge that in court. But if everybody was doing it, you wouldn't necessarily have a regular challenge to it. That being said, obviously that's just pie-in-the-sky theory. Gay marriage ex- I mean, marriage exists. It's government-approved and, government spo- and governments encourage it. We have a, a marriage credit, you know. Well, also, where it, re- no, where it really you began... Know, so, yeah, they should get the same rights as I do to no, marry where, somebody. No, where it really you know. began, too, is during the 80s and, and the AIDS crisis when um, there were people that were long-term relationships and their partner went into the hospital and they were not even allowed to go into the hospital with them. Yeah, again, again you know? basically it would be, from the standard of legal rights, I would designate this person as, like, like you would designate somebody power of attorney. It could be anybody. You designate this person like a life partner or something for the purpose of, I have these rights, he has these rights, or she has these rights, whatever. Right. Well, it's just like when my dad was in the hospital. I didn't you know. have rights. I'm his daughter, but I had no right to see him. Yeah. But I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just saying. Why can't it be that? Is my question. And again, I know it's never going to be that. And in the meantime, we have this thing called marriage, and it should be as equal as possible. But you know, that's my thing. Is just like. Well, David Gerard on Facebook was saying about the boycott. Uh, like, I think he wrote an open letter to Orson. And I always well, no, Orson, Orson wrote an open letter to, I think, uh, and and he was responding to it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I know because he mentioned that if you boycott the movie, then all all these people that work on the movie, you know, they they have a part in that too. So you know, it's, you're kind of hurting them. But the same goes for Chick Fil A. A lot of the employees of Chick Fil A yeah. weren't yeah. involved in that, but you were like, I'm never going to Chick Fil A. <laughs> And you did, we did, after that, so clearly your commitment to gay rights is not as fervent as you want to claim. I didn't have Chick-fil-A. I have not eaten Chick-fil-A there. I've driven you there, and you have eaten Chick-fil-A. I have not eaten Chick-fil-A You have not eaten any of the nuggets off those trays I get. I think I had one one nugget. Oh, one nugget. It still went to fund anti-gay laws in fucking Uganda. And that's the thing. That's why it, it actually that's it. No, that I just was watching a documentary on that um, about uh, Uganda, and because the thing about the Uganda thing is they're they're not just anti-gay. They're calling for killing them. Well, no, and that's the thing. And that's why when, uh, when the Chick Fil A thing came out, it was, and a lot of people on the side of Chick Fil A were like, "Oh, well, it's free speech. Why aren't people letting them speak their mind?" And that's the thing. It wasn't just about that. It wasn't just that the CEO of Chick-fil-A didn't like gay people. Fine, whatever. You don't like gay people. Right. It's that the money that went... That your money, when you buy a Chick-fil-A sandwich, it goes to fund lobbying to other countries to make gayness uh, basically punishable by death, if it isn't already, or to discourage no, they're reforms. No, speci- they're specifically going to Uganda because that part of Africa... Oh, no, that's not just Uganda. Uganda's the big one, but... It's, right, but yeah. the, the, what this documentary was about, this news guy did it uh, for the New York Times, yeah. and uh, what it's about is it's how the, how it's connected to all of these um, charismatic religious groups, uh, 
and there's yeah. like there's this I forget what they're called the something prayer something something but then they they're associated with all of these other fringe satellite churches and all they're sending all these missionaries over and they're sending all this money over there and they're funding and what they do is they go into these small villages and they feed them and they clothe them and clothe them and they educate them and then they're also spreading their message of and, and of basically killing gays and and they even have the minister you know standing up and saying who's ready to you know kill someone who's gay and they're like all these people are just like you well, know I don't know so they weren't they didn't feel that way to begin with but you know but my but my point is when people will say let's boycott this it was as much about I don't want my money going for this really heinous thing maybe you don't want that either here's the information that's as much what, what that boycott was about then again I would argue realistically and also sort of nihilistically that it's very hard to function as an American consumer and not fund some horrifying nefarious thing that a corporation right. is doing I, I agree but the thing of it this is this is not just you know like uh, okay uh, for instance um, oh who was it that just came out oh the Salvation Army yeah. Salvation Army was just um, uh, well they've always been anti-gay Yes, but specifically with the um, uh, punishable by death thing, yeah. uh, the the head of the Salvation Army was just it was just addressed to him. You know, do you is this what you believe? Is this what you, as a corporation, you know, as a entity, does the Salvation Army believe that gay people should be put to death? And he well, said, "Well, that's what you know, the Bible says." He's, yeah, that's basically is that what he said? Yes. Wow. He said that's based that's that's the you know we believe in the Bible, and. Um, the, the thing about this uh, other, you know, Uganda, the, the KFC money was going, or the um, uh, Chick-fil-A money was going to, is it's not that they're just going, oh, that's what the Bible says. Yeah. They're actively saying, let's take up arms and kill these people. See, and that's my problem with Christians who are like, oh, Christians are so persecuted everywhere, especially in America, and we're a peaceful religion. And, like, really, it's, it's Islam that's the, the angry, violent one. And it's like, even if you don't believe that gayness should be punishable by death. A lot of people who are Christians and who are better Christians than you are because they actually follow the Bible as what it says, even the heinous shit, they believe that because that's what it says. That's what the thing that your religion is based on is about. It, part of it is you see a gay guy, you fucking stone him to death. That's Christianity. It's not all of Christianity. There's other facets of it and there's a lot of shit that contradicts other shit, but... If you want to be calling yourself Christian, you got to believe that, or you're not a Christian, not a good Christian. So whenever they are like, "Oh, we're just we're so perfectly nice because we live in nice houses and have trim haircuts and we're mainstream American and we just happen to be Christian," no, you're either doing it wrong or you're, you know, just secretly a bigot. That's there's no two ways around it. But and I, I just I hate that sort of persecution complex they have. But I think we've gone and gone on long enough. I'm done. I think we're done. Uh, so stay tuned. We might, I don't know when we'll do the trailer thing. We'll do that eventually. Uh, probably do another TV episode somewhere down the line. Uh, we got a lot of shit planned is the point. Um, and we didn't talk about another one of the movies we saw. But by the next time we do this, we'll probably have seen two or three more. But anyway, goodbye. And uh, hopefully we'll release that lost podcast sometime down the road. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody.